1: a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes.
2: Talk about starting the morning right.
1: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The breaking news tonight as top law enforcement officials tell CBS News the threat to the nation's capital is not over. New warnings tonight after the assault on the U.S. Capitol. The manhunt for these men, as the FBI asked the public for information. Why there's concern some of them are still in town, and the new intelligence that some may be planning new attacks. Plus, the new fencing around the nation's capital less than two weeks before Joe Biden's inauguration. They were
3: a riotous mob, insurrectionists, domestic terrorists.
1: Removing the president from office. The calls tonight from the top two Democrats in Congress, telling Vice President Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment, or they may impeach President Trump. The double standard? Tonight, why the former's first lady is posing the question, what if these rioters look different? As President-elect Biden points out, Black Lives Matter protesters were met with extreme force this summer. And finally, the standard bearers of democracy the heroes who were a bright spot on a dark day in American history.
0: This is a special edition of the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting tonight from outside the U.S. Capitol.
1: Good evening, and thank you for joining us. We are here tonight, less than 24 hours after an angry mob attacked this building, the People's House, because there is breaking news happening both in and outside of it. As we come on the air, a growing list of lawmakers is demanding that President Trump's cabinet take the extraordinary step of invoking the 25th Amendment to the Constitution, removing him from office, and making Vice President Mike Pence the acting president. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says if that doesn't happen, Congress may move to immediately impeach him. At the same time, security is being stepped up here and across Washington, D.C. tonight. CBS News has learned there is intelligence that the same people who stormed the Capitol are still in the area and that they may return tonight or an attempt an assault on President-elect Biden's inauguration. Now, as we come on the air, sources tell CBS News there is now a full-scale manhunt for members of that mob. And that on top of all of the damage that was done inside the Capitol, a laptop that may contain sensitive national security information was stolen. Now, tonight, four people have died in the aftermath of Wednesday's riots. A member of the president's cabinet has resigned. And we are learning that the president and vice president are now at odds and not speaking at all. So while the Capitol building may have weathered that violent attack tonight, our democracy is still being tested. We've got a lot of breaking news to cover during our show. Our correspondents are working their sources for the very latest information. CBS's Jeff Begays is going to lead off our coverage tonight. USA!
4: USA! CBS News has learned that some of the rioters involved in Wednesday's attack on the U.S. Capitol have remained in the area. And law enforcement is concerned that they may be planning new attacks in the city and on federal buildings. Across Washington, D.C., the hunt is on as police and FBI search airports and hotels for rioters who ransacked the Capitol and may be planning more. On social media, there is chatter about making the next target the inauguration. A white supremacist telegram channel posted a reminder that the U.S. presidential inauguration day is on January 20th. It added that is the next date on the calendar that the pro-Trump and other nationalist crowds will potentially converge on the Capitol again. Today, D.C. police released photos of some of the rioters they are seeking to charge with the violence at the Capitol, breaking windows, destroying congressional offices, and fighting police inside and outside the building. They had what appeared to be free reign of the Capitol. Even Speaker Pelosi's office, where one protester left a message reading, we will not back down. To avoid a repeat of the chaos and destruction, the Secretary of the Army said the Capitol will be fortified by fencing. Tonight, there will also be thousands of National Guard troops deploying into D.C. to help secure the city. The nation's capital under threat from what former D.H.S. counterterrorism official Tom Warwick says Uh, is the textbook definition of domestic terror.
3: An assault on the Capitol in an attempt to disrupt the federal uh, 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 election by the counting of the electoral ballots. Uh, really is is an act of domestic terrorism and really needs to be condemned as such by everyone.
4: At the height of the attack, Capitol Police say they were also responding to reports of two different pipe bombs. Their manpower was stretched thin. Sixty officers were injured. Tonight, Capitol Police are being hammered for what members of Congress have called a total failure and are calling for an investigation
3: into what went wrong. Sense of impunity. That many of these attackers have by virtue of the fact that only 14 arrests were made on the Capitol grounds yesterday um, means they might come back.
4: Veteran FBI agent Tom O'Connor says more manpower was needed from the start.
3: I don't care who you are. You are in fear for your own life because in all reality, anything could have happened from that crowd. Anything
4: And no one wants to see that happen again. Tonight, the dome is protected in part by this seven-foot unscalable fence. Nora.
1: Jeff Pegues, thank you so much. And there are just 13 days left in the Trump presidency. But tonight, top Democrats in Congress are turning up the pressure to have the president removed, whether by invoking the 25th Amendment or by a second impeachment. CBS's Nancy Cordes joins us now. And good evening, Nancy.
5: Nora, Democrats have been highly critical of this president for four years now. But this is the first time they have formally called on his cabinet to declare him Unfit for office and to replace him with Vice President Mike Pence for the final two weeks of his term.
6: He must be removed from office. Top
5: Democrats went public with a dramatic plea today after failing to reach the vice president by phone.
6: My friends, we are in a very difficult place in our country as long as Donald Trump still sits in the White House. They
5: cited the president's actions yesterday, inciting the riot at the Capitol. You'll never
0: take back our country with weakness.
5: And then praising the rioters. We love you. You're very special. Democratic leader Chuck Schumer. I believe the president is dangerous and should not hold office one day longer. So far, just one Republican, Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, is publicly backing the move. It's
3: time to invoke the 25th Amendment. And to end this nightmare.
6: I don't support an effort to invoke the 25th Amendment now.
5: South Carolina's Lindsey Graham has been a close ally of the president for four years. Do you believe, after spending so much time with him, that he is mentally unwell, as some of his aides have said?
6: No, I think he's very frustrated. He thinks the election was stolen. I think he's uh, got some very bad advisors around him that push ideas that are not sound.
5: But President-elect Joe Biden argued today the problem is with Mr. Trump
3: himself. He unleashed an all-out assault on our institutions of our democracy from the outset. And yesterday was but the culmination of that unrelenting attack.
5: One day after the melee, the debris is gone. Replaced by recriminations.
7: We incited some very extreme passions, and that resulted in destruction and even death.
5: Republicans like Mike Gallagher and Marco Rubio slamming GOP colleagues who tried and failed to get Electoral College votes thrown out. I object. Citing, like the president, unsubstantiated allegations of widespread election fraud.
8: Some senators uh, who, for political advantage, were giving false hope to their supporters.
5: After yesterday's law enforcement failures, the House sergeant at arms has announced his plan to resign and other law enforcement leaders are being urged to resign or get fired. As for the 25th Amendment, Schumer and Pelosi say that they tried to reach the vice president, but they were put on hold for 25 minutes today. And Nora, they say he never got on the line.
1: And so how quickly could they move forward with articles of impeachment? Well, the
5: problem is that the Congress is not supposed to be here for the next week and a half. They're supposed to come back the day before President-elect Biden is getting sworn in. And so there's really no one here to do the
1: impeaching. All right, Nancy Cordes, thank you. Well, tonight, President Trump's inner circle is shrinking with more resignations, including his transportation secretary. The president had one event today, privately bestowing the Medal of Freedom to three golfers. This evening, his press secretary condemned the chaos on Capitol Hill, but took no questions. CBS's Weijia Zhang joins us now from the White House. Good evening, Weijia.
6: Good evening, Nora. Tonight, CBS News has learned that President Trump is mainly talking to political allies who enable his wildest conspiracy theories about the election. And he's isolated from White House advisers, including the vice president, who he has not spoken to since Wednesday morning before the violence unfolded. Tonight, President Trump's role and the violent protests is siphoning support from his closest advisors. At least 8 administration officials have resigned, including one cabinet member, Secretary of Transportation Elaine Chao. CBS News has learned she would have voted would in have favor of invoking the, the 25th amendment to remove the president from office.
0: Very fine people on both sides. In
6: 2017, Chao stood by President Trump after he made controversial remarks following a white supremacist rally in Charlottesville. Chow, who was married to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, said this at the time. I stand by my man, both of them. But today, Chow said she stepped down because she was deeply troubled by the traumatic and entirely avoidable event. Mick Mulvaney, Mr. Trump's former chief of staff, left his diplomatic post.
0: I just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't stay.
6: An acting secretary of Homeland Security, Chad Wolf, pleaded with the president to condemn yesterday's violence, which he has not done. But in an overnight statement, Mr. Trump said, even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election, there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. USA! Wednesday's violence prompted Twitter to suspend the president's account and Facebook and Instagram to block him until after the inauguration. CEO Mark Zuckerberg said, we believe the risks of allowing the president to continue to use our service during this period are simply too great. A Trump ally who's in close touch with the White House tells CBS News, cutting off Mr. Trump's ability to vent means he's almost more dangerous now. Today, the president's former chief of staff, General John Kelly, said if he were still a member of the cabinet, he would support invoking the 25th Amendment. And former Attorney General William Barr said the president's conduct was a betrayal of his office and supporters. Nora.
1: Wee Zhejiang, thank you. President elect Joe Biden today denounced the rioters who stormed the Capitol and blamed President Trump for inciting them. Mr. Biden also accused authorities of treating the pro Trump mob more leniently than anti racism demonstrators who protested in Washington last year. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe.
2: Just 13 days before he set to be sworn in, President elect Joe Biden called the assault on the U.S. Capitol one of the darkest days in the history of the nation.
3: They weren't protesters. Don't dare call them protesters. They were a riotous mob, insurrectionists, domestic terrorists.
2: Mr. Biden also called out what he and many Americans thought in the wake of Wednesday's violence, that there's a double standard in law enforcement response. During the siege, he said his own granddaughter texted him a photo from last summer of a large deployment of armed military personnel guarding the Lincoln Memorial during racial justice protests.
3: No one can tell me that if had been a group of Black Lives Matter protesting yesterday, there wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have been treated very, very differently than the mob of thugs that stormed the Capitol.
2: His comments were echoed later by former First Lady Michelle Obama. In a statement, she said Wednesday's siege made it painfully clear that certain Americans are, in fact, allowed to denigrate the flag and symbols of our nation. They've just got to look the right way. The president-elect today also named his pick for attorney general, federal judge Merrick Garland, and gave him clear instructions.
3: You are not the president or the vice president's lawyer. Your loyalty is not to me. It's to the law, the Constitution, the people of this nation to guarantee justice.
2: Judge Garland, you may remember, was Barack Obama's choice to succeed the late Justice Scalia on the Supreme Court, but Senate Republicans blocked the nomination. Today, Garland said he's honored and eager to lead a department reeling after four years of interference by President Trump. Nora?
1: Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Tonight, Washington Metro Police are looking for these men, dozens of rioters, who stormed the Capitol building, calling them persons of interest. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has new reporting tonight on the efforts to find them.
7: Among the mob breaking into the Capitol building, selfies at the Senate dais. Getting comfy in Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office chair. And here, someone carrying the Confederate flag.
2: Because they work for us! They don't get
1: to steal it from us.
7: Also there, conspiracy spreader Jake and Jelly from Arizona, known as the QAnon Shaman, in rather memorable attire. At least 75 were arrested, 26 at the Capitol, virtually all from outside Washington. You got into the Capitol. I was on the front line. Boyd Camper came from Montana. We're going to take this damn place. If you haven't heard, it's called the, the Insurrection Act, and we, the people, are ready. Capitol Police appeared unprepared despite warning signs online, like this one, calling for participants to come armed. At least nine guns were found at the Capitol. 35-year-old Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt of San Diego was shot and killed by a Capitol Police officer.
2: A number of police and Secret Service were saying get back.
7: Get down. They shot her in the neck and she fell back on me. Three others died of apparent natural causes. Trump supporters like Rudy Giuliani and some who were outside the Capitol blamed anarchists, not protesters, despite providing no evidence.
5: We have every right to be in there. What I disavow is the destruction of it. And we didn't do that. That was Antifa.
7: Former FBI Deputy Director John Pistol. Is there a way to determine who, who these people were?
3: You look at the instigator in chief and, and what he was doing and uh, encouraging people to to go to the Capitol and to protest. Had a beyond reasonable doubt of evidence in the criminal court says that they, they were Trump supporters.
7: We have seen no evidence that Antifa or anyone else infiltrated the Trump supporters that stormed the Capitol. The we, CBS News has learned the FBI has received more than 4,000 tips in its investigation so far. We should tell you there were Trump supporters at the, at the demonstration out in front of the Capitol yesterday who were dismayed by the violence. One man stopping us to say that was not why he came to Washington. Nora.
1: Chris Van Cleve, thank you. Now let's bring in CBS's Margaret Brennan, moderator of Face the Nation, and our chief Washington correspondent, Major Garrett. They've been talking to their sources all day. All right, Margaret, you broke the news about the cabinet considering invoking the 25th Amendment. What have you learned tonight?
9: Well, Nora, senior administration officials remain shaken, but conversation about invoking the 25th Amendment has largely dissipated, not because it's inappropriate, but rather because it could be complicated, legally challenged, and could divide the country further. But every single high-ranking official I spoke with uh, voiced anger. The president has not disavowed the actors that stormed the Capitol. He is isolated. He's disengaged from governing. And frankly, given his state of mind, that is a relief to some. I am assured, Nora, the national security apparatus continues to function despite all of this. And while there have been some resignations, we shouldn't expect other high
1: ranking officials at the national security level to resign. And so, Major, what has the president been doing since last night?
8: Nora, let me describe this isolation. The president, when he's been governing as an activist president, had a tendency. He did want to talk to people who disagreed with him. Well, when he had lots on his plate, That gave him lots of different conversations. There's nothing on his plate right now except one thing, his obsession with the election and the sense of grievance that it was stolen from him, which it was not. So all the conversations he has are only with people who tend to reinforce that falsehood. Rudy Giuliani, former National Security Advisor Mike Flynn, his attorney, Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood. As it was described to me by several sources today, this is the fourth outer ring of the Trump world and it's the craziest one of all. Here's the other thing that's going on. Within the administration... People are asking themselves, should I leave and save my reputation or stay and protect the transition? Those conversations are more electric, more frantic than they ever have been. People are deciding more or less to stay to keep the transition going and keep their eye on this president.
1: And Margaret, you cover foreign affairs for CBS News. How are yesterday's events being viewed overseas? With horror among our
9: allies, and uh, it's pleasing to our adversaries, Uh, the State Department was trying to help diplomats answer the question of whether the U.S. has lost its moral authority and told them they should say, watch for January 20th, that there will be a peaceful transition of power, and that last night's certification well into the early mornings uh, is proof of that.
1: And there you go. All right, Margaret Brennan, thank you. And Major Garrett. And as the world watched the attack on the Capitol in horror, the COVID pandemic on Wednesday claimed the lives of nearly 4,000 Americans. That is the most deaths we've seen in a single day since the start of the outbreak. And tonight, the U.S. death toll tops 364,000. We get more now from CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti.
0: In Southern California, it has come to this, hospitals on the verge of rationing care.
2: The hospital system is bent about as far as it can
1: bend.
0: L.A. County's Methodist Hospital is so overwhelmed with COVID patients, it's now assembled a triage team that would ultimately decide the fate of those critically
2: ill. Unimaginable decisions that would have to be made to deny care to people who need it because there's not the resources available. We have not reached that stage. We're on a pace to get there.
0: This as more refrigerated shipping containers head to Southern California to store the dead. Tonight, a more infectious strain of the virus has now spread to at least eight states. Officials confirming the first known cases in Texas, Pennsylvania and Connecticut. <laughs> So far, more than 5 million people have received the first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. In an effort to speed up the rollout, Florida's governor has converted Miami's Hard Rock Stadium into a large-scale vaccination site. And local pharmacies in select states have begun receiving vaccines this week. And doctors here at Methodist say time is running out before they may have to make those life or death decisions. Hospitals here in Southern California are so packed. Some patients are being sent hundreds of miles away tonight for treatment. Nora.
1: Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. And we wanted to take a moment to reflect on what we saw unfold here yesterday at our nation's capital. An assault on the beating heart of our democracy. It's a day that will go down in infamy as one of the darkest days in American history. One that tested our resolve. Not since 1814, when the British set fire to the Capitol, have we seen rioters lay siege to the seat of our government, this time by citizens of our own country. But where there were criminals, there were also heroes. The congressional aides who carefully carried the mahogany boxes filled with electoral ballots to safety the freshman congressman who held the mob at bay, and the Capitol caretakers who removed the broken glass from the floors and the blood from the statues. Within hours, lawmakers were back at work doing the people's business, as required by the Constitution. We cannot remove the attacker's stain on our democracy, but we can and will renew our commitment to it with the sacred, peaceful transfer of power on January 20th. It is peaceful here tonight, so we leave you with this view of the U.S. Capitol still standing. And a reminder, if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.
0: If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official T-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed.
5: My mom was amazing.
0: But detectives would soon discover Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. a story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true.
8: I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke.